right. Today we have a special guest again. Uh, this is continuing to our ESGS uh, developer series. Ngayon medyo, ito yung isa sa mga kinikwento ko lang sa ESGS episode namin na medyo madami silang guests, ang daming nakapila sa games nila and everything. And they were kind enough to actually show show me around what the game was. And I'm really interested because these these are the types of games that I play. So, bubugbugin ko sila ngayon sa information kasi tuwang-tuwa ako sa game na to kasi lalo na, I mean, it's Filipino-made and it's strategy. So, uh, for those of you who are not familiar with uh, the genre that I'm talking about, let's just say it's uh, turn-based strategy or real-time strategy and it's action-oriented. Ito yung mga games talaga na that gets my blood pumping. Kahit relax lang siya kasi turn-based siya. Um, welcoming the developers, both Fred and Bernard, who has made a great game called Grey Walkers Purgatory. So welcome, guys. Hello. 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 Okay. Uh, tell me about uh, the company first, because I've I saw na sa ESGS you also released another game. Um, uh, yes. So, um, pero this is your flagship right now, diba? So you just revealed that one. Pero this is what you're uh, trying to promote right now, which is Grey Walkers Purgatory, right? Uh, yeah, uh, Grey Walkers is, uh, like you said, it's our flagship game. Mm-hmm. But, you know, our other game, which was Ghost Knight Victus, parang mm-hmm. we wanted to showcase that we're also uh, working with uh, another game for the future once we're done with Grey Walkers Purgatory. Dream Lords Digital, I mean, can you tell me about the company and how it started? Just a little background from you guys. We joined the company back in 2016. Now the uh-huh. company is much, um, the company is much older than uh-huh. than when we joined. I think like simula ng 2014. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's uh, yeah, and it started with uh, just a, a handful of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, parang gusto sila buuin isang company para gawa ng games na passionate sila tungkol sa Greywalkers Purgatory. This is like the passion child ng Dreamlords Digital. Okay, alright. Actually, ano mm-hmm. I I think it's earlier pa din 2011. We've made games like um, Zombie Fields, was it? Mm-hmm. Game, mobile game. Then we also made other apps for bands singers and okay so is this your okay so is this your first game gray walls purgatory will be the first game that you're releasing on early access or did you have other games prior to that oh no um we yeah like i said before we released um small games like you know, uh, zombie small films, games for a game of this magnitude a really mm-hmm. hard triple a pc mm-hmm. game yeah. yeah, this is the first that we're going to release out. Okay, all right. So um, the setting is very interesting. So um, can you tell us a little bit about the setting? And um, basically, whose idea was it to actually include yung medyo may Filipino taste dun sa games? Because, um, of course, automatic, if, um, if you're a Filipino developer creating a game and all that, you want to insert your own culture to it. So, but you can always create any type of game, and particularly in this kind of genre, um, they're just going to chew it up, diba? Kakainin lang talaga to kasi talagang ito yung mga hinahanap ng karamihan, eh. Um, 
Uh, who, uh, whose idea was it that uh, to insert yung mga may Filipino flavor tong uh, Grey Wasp Purgatory? Well, actually, m most of the design liberty came from mm -hmm. our mentors, uh, our mentor, Russell Thomas. Oh, hi. Sir Russell is also the CEO of the company. Mm -hmm. And he okay. is also our lead game designer for this. Mm, okay. All right. So, okay. um, Tell me a little bit about the game. Um, it's just a concept. Kasi, ang bungad kagad, XCOM eh. Diba? So, yun yung uh, yeah. parang threshold eh. So, um, how different is this or how similar is it from uh, XCOM? Well, basically, the genre of the game is that it is supernatural, post-apocalyptic, turn-based uh -huh. strategy game. Okay. And we've included some RPG elements din. Mm -hmm. uh, for the listeners, this is a locally developed game dito sa Pilipinas, mm -hmm. and we developed it on in Unity. But we also have our own twist with our game, uh, and then also, like you said, inspired din sa XCOM, Fallout mm -hmm. Classic, chaka Jagged mm -hmm. Alliance, chaka yung mga ibang uh, strategy games katulad sa XCOM din. Mm -hmm. So okay. the pre yung yung premise ng game is the idea of Anong mangyayari kapag uh, langit tsaka yung impyerno sumama, nagme-merge sa mundo? Okay. Okay. Yun ang, yun ang concept. Okay. So, that's the reason why, um, uh, hence the title, Purgatory, di ba? Kasi something, somewhere in the middle, right? Yeah, somewhere in the middle. Actually, Purgatory is a continent in the game. It's a landmass. So, okay. what happens... Uh, so lore, what happened is that, uh, so may event called the rupture. The rupture was an event na mm -hmm. part, parts of heaven and hell merged with earth. Uh -huh. And then what happened was that, siyempre, when, when, when a part of land comes into earth, it cannot occupy a space na may land din. So uh -huh. parang talsik ng ibang bahagi ng mundo sa isang landmass. Yung okay. landmass ng purgatory, it's, it's situated sa Bermuda Triangle. So, okay. may parts ng United, United States nagpunta sa Purgatory. May parts din ng Philippines pupunta sa Purgatory. London, Japan, uh, Australia, ma ma all of the major continents sumama sa isang landmass sa loob ng Bermuda Triangle. And this is what we call Purgatory. Very interesting, ano? Parang, ano? It, pero, the, the setting of the game, it's not a fictional world. It's not yung parang real world siya and just created story out of it, right? So, it's not... Uh, hindi siya parang World of Warcraft na parang fictional world. So it's... Okay. it's just... parang, uh, um, we've taken references from ano, um, mythological... Uh, mythologies from old history, like uh -huh. um, our lore. Mm -hmm. uh, we included a very... very... Um, very integral Greek mythology. Kasi, okay. um, in our kasi, in our game, um, the Grey Walkers is like uh, how do you say this? Like, there are always Grey Walkers. There's like 40 people, Grey Walkers. They are powered. Tapos... Actually, the lore for the Grey Walkers is that these, this is a, a legendary group of people who are 36 at a time. So in, mm -hmm. in one moment in time, there are 36 of these Grey Walkers. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. So, okay, so um, ang tanong ko dito, uh, these are so basically if you're if we're setting it up to 36 characters 
so basically heroes to mga to. so they have their own archetypes and all that so they're they're single heroes um is that right yes these are these are basically your heroes in the game these are the ones okay. you will recruit and these are the ones you will be playing as they have okay. their own class they have their own race as well and they have mm. their own loadout of items weapons and as the game progresses you can uh, customize it okay okay so you mentioned races so how many races are there in the game so not of course my humans and everything so how many else are there well the races is basically humans and human hybrids so let's mm. say we have humans the reason for this is because one of the rules for the Grey Walkers is that Grey Walkers have to be human. But even if they're human hybrids, they're still considered human. So since since supernatural ang mga, ang mga elements dito are human hybrids, are hybrids of supernatural beings. Halimbawa, we have human, half human, half angel. These mm -hmm. are the nef Nephilims. And Nephilim. then for, Cambi oh, yeah. for Cambians, we have half human, half demon. Mm -hmm. Okay, so... so Dampiers are half human, half vampire. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, and then the wolfkin is the half human, half wolf. It should not be uh, misinterpreted as werewolves because werewolves they have no control over their being, diba. So wolfkins they manifest uh, my physical characteristics ng wolf, pero hindi sila full werewolf. Parang mm -hmm. sentient din na they can control their emotions and mga bagay nila. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay. So, wow, very interesting, ah. Um, parang gusto ko na siyang i-download ngayon. <laughs> so, um, how far off is the game? And um, uh, meaning uh, in development cycle, how far off? Are you guys ready for early access? Uh, are you guys ready for, is it on uh, beta stage, open beta, or what? Uh, well, for the most part, we are reaching early access. Mm -hmm. We are working. We're working on specific game modes, Mona. We're not ready for the full-blown campaign, na. But okay. we have, like, what you've seen sa ESGS is a yeah. small sample of what we're working on. So, we okay. missions mode. Mission mm -hmm. mode is that you you prepare your loadout ng mga characters mo, and mm -hmm. then you choose a mission. You mm -hmm. perform the objectives na kailangan mo, and then if you succeed, you get the rewards. Okay, okay. So it's continuous. For example, natapos mo ng mission, mag-unlock ng isa pang mission. Or may branching din ng missions. May isa pang mode din kami, preludes. Yung preludes, it's not the full-blown campaign naman, but for preludes, what we have is that we're gonna focus on a specific Grey Walker. Paano sila maging Grey Walker? Paano sila papunta sa world? And how did they, how will they end up getting in your party? Okay. Ito na rin yung, so ito na rin yung tutorial stage, kumbaga? Kumbaga, oh. Tutorial ah. in a sense that you get to understand the character. Ah, okay. Kasi in, when you're in the mission mode, you just bring out the characters that you think will be most effective sa mission. But mm. here in the preludes, we're focusing on a specific character. Yung story nila, yung background nila. Mm. As a way to introduce the players sa mga heroes namin. Okay. All right. So, um, basically, how I mean, your plan to this game and all that. Um, I mean, XCOM is um, parang siya yung goal, de ba? Siya yung goal. I mean, at least uh, somewhat to that type of genre and all that. So, uh, yung mga wasteland, wasteland two and all that. So, um, 
how um, how are you looking at the campaign? How many hours do you think the campaign is going to look like? Well, we're not sure exactly how long or expensive the campaign is going to be. Mm. Actually, the way we are the way we're planning development is we're going to build it up over time. Okay. But, uh, of course, we want to give our players a full-blown, expensive campaign. Mm-hmm. But of course, we cannot do we cannot do that isang baksakan lang. So we have to do it implementative. Uh, mm-hmm. We have to do little by little. Uh-huh. Uh, that's why we're going to introduce muna yung preludes bago mm-hmm. mag-campaign. Preludes muna. So you're trying an episodic style of release. Is that is that right? So how many preludes are we going to see before like the main campaign and all that? Well, uh, we're going to release them one at a time. Mm-hmm. Currently, we have one in development, and we're planning uh-huh. to we're planning to bring it out with early access so that players can have a taste of the story aspect oh, of the man. game. Uh, so we're gonna unload preludes for our main characters, Mona, and then as we expand creating more characters, we'll create preludes for them. Okay. So all right. So ang um, major interesting kasi do I think, and um, I think you guys are also perpetrating him as the uh, the main protagonist or probably the hero type mga ganyan. So uh, let's talk about if you can um yung uh, main character which is the priest that carries a sword. <laughs> so uh, medyo interesting kasi siya eh, parang ang lalim ng background niya and all that. So is he like the main protagonist of the game and this what background can you tell us uh, about him? Well, we can't say he's the main protagonist, but he is okay. actually one of one of the guides for the player. Okay. He's the one who's going to be guiding you on your journey. Mm-hmm. Uh, his name is Father Ruben. Father Ruben. And okay. if you want, if you want a little bit of flavor, this is actually the, the character that our mentor and CEO developed for himself. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, okay. So his name, yeah. So his name is Russell, and his main his uh, middle name is Benjamin. So you get the picture, right, Ruben. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. So okay. yeah. So yeah, and uh, he is like a militant priest. Mm-hmm. He was a pri- priest before, and then mm-hmm. he became part of a military mm-hmm. order. And mm-hmm. then uh, he was one of the uh, Grey Walkers who was present before the rupture. So I think we mentioned the rupture earlier, Naman. Mm-hmm. So he uh, transitioned over post rupture, and now he is the one guiding the player, the main mm-hmm. character, the main protagonist. The main protagonist of the game. Actually, ikaw mismo ang main protagonist. Okay, you are okay. guiding. You you're the one guiding the Grey Walkers through their mm-hmm. journey. Uh, you can think of the player as the agent or the actor in the game. Mm-hmm. And you're the one who's who is uh, having direct control over the Grey Walkers. All right. So um, let's talk about um, your game concepts that you guys. Um, uh, already already have in place as of this time. So, um, when it comes to like uh, archetypes, character classes, and everything, um, how does that play out? And they do. Uh, and silang character progression. Do they have? Uh, do they get skills as they progress and all that? Yung mga leveling systems. How how does that work? Um. Yeah. I know. There is a leveling system. Like mm-hmm. the general. I know. Like. You do battles, you do these quests, and you get XP. So mm-hmm. as you gain XP, uh, you increase your stats. Our mm-hmm. stats are quite similar. Not exactly similar, but we took inspiration from like uh, Dungeons & Dragons, the, those tabletop games. So the strength, dexterity, uh, might, 
So we incorporated those in. Also, um, to follow up ng kanina. Uh, uh, yeah. You're not, eh, you are, you will actually create your own Grey Walker. Dun uh, sa, ano, sa, you are part of the 36. Uh, so, okay. nga, parang, kind of like, for me, kind of reminds me a bit of Dragon Age. Like, where you create oh, okay. your own character. And, um, as you go on, you recruit, uh, like, you know, like, uh, if you remember, uh, Morrigan, Alistair. Mm-hmm. So, and also, same thing, as I recall, um, if do, ane, kasi, uh, you get to do, like, you, know, you get to do quests, like, you can send, like, in Final Fantasy Tactics, in Fantasy, mm-hmm. is it, where you send uh, some of your members outside of the party to do quests, I know, from this, from this location to get, um, to, like, hunting quests or... Uh, research quest or something like that. Mm-hmm. So, those are the things then that you could do. So, yeah. Okay. All right. Awesome. And how about the weapons? How varied are the weapons are we looking? Because we already have, we can already see that there are swords available, uh, but there are also guns. So, uh, when looking at the weapons, how varied are they? Or are they? Uh, are are the weapons really um, depends on what the hero is or what the characters um, are using, or are they restricted in using other types of weapons aside from depending on the archetype? Nila, how does it play? But, uh, well, actually, we're working on a robust robust array of weapons. Mm-hmm. Like we have we have a lot of guns, we have handguns, we have pistols, mm-hmm. we have rifles, sniper rifles. But since mm-hmm. post-apocalyptic ang setting. Mm-hmm. These are so we also have uh, improvised weapons okay. like some some guns might be improvised like they will have different uh, things attached to them to give them uh, personality mm-hmm. like uh, it could be like taped or duct taped or rusted okay. and okay. also like parang ano um, you know those hardware uh, nail guns uh-huh. so, you know not. I say it's a post-apocalyptic thing, so you gotta get, you gotta grab what you can. So yep. you've been pretty much using anything you can make shift to a gun, anything you can make shift into a sharp weapon. Okay. So like, or bats, now you put nails on it, or mm-hmm. stop metal signs, now okay. you sharpen the edges. So I you know you're really prepared for the apocalypse. Okay. All right. So we're seeing. Um, so we're talking about like rudimentary weapons, uh, anything that you can pick up. Since it's a post post apocalyptic world, um, something happened that uh, that these guys do not have the usual conventional weapon standard issue and all that. So are we seeing um, kind of like a Fallout um, customization here, like in Fallout Four? Uh, uh, that you can customize your own weapons, um, like you can attach a handgun to, uh, like a, a rifle and all that, where you can customize it. Or are you guys, um, it, it, this is going to be a loot system where most of the weapons are already ready, and you just need to get them. Mm, well, I know. Um, well, you're not. Well, the regular weapons are also available, uh-huh. like M114. Your modern day pistol, your modern day assault rifles, snipers. Mm-hmm. As it, one of our characters actually named Sniper Bunny, so mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what she okay. does. So, um, in terms of customizing your weapon, mm-hmm. 
I think we do have, but it's very limited. Limited, okay, all right. Well, it's, it's really hard to do that anyway in a in a type like XCOM setting and all that. But when 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 the variety of weapons are really going at, I mean, are we seeing um, uh, like the character you character you said? Um, uh, it's a, uh, I think it's a, uh, or are we gonna see the uh, the nun in the game, which we are seeing mostly on the on the trailers and all that, <clears throat> a bazooka wielding nun or something? Well, actually, it it can be possible, but like we said earlier, these characters have specific statistics, naman, diba? and they have mm. specific specializations, naman. and uh, when you level up your character, they can learn new abilities. Like for example, mm -hmm. if you want to have your character wield a rifle, they have a specific prerequisite para gamitin sila yung rifle. So they, you can use it, but there are penalties for using a, a weapon that you're not specialized in. Ah, okay. So specialized. Okay. So um, meron siyang um, weapon specialization depende sa archetype na ginagamit mo. So how many? Uh, I mean, there are thirty-six, of course, uh, different characters. But are there thirty-six different? Um, classes in the game, um, or mm -hmm. go ahead. Um, no, I, there's not 36 specific, but there are uh, classes that you can that each character can specialize in, and skills mm -hmm. that they can even specialize in further. So mm -hmm. you could have one specialization, man, but then it's different. Let's say two characters have the same specialization, pero mm -hmm. sila magiba, kasi they have different skills. Okay. Yeah. Okay, kasi and if you want to. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. Yeah, if you want to know, I can give you some examples of our classes. Like we have the Arcanist. The Arcanist uh, is like our it's like our mage. They use magic. Okay. Oh. And then and then we have the swordsman who is dealing with swords. Mm -hmm. uh, we have we have like a, a scout. The scout is the one who is able to, of course, they can see enemies from far distances and they can see things that normal uh, normal uh, other members of the party cannot see. Mm -mm. Okay, so because um, games like these usually determine um, first, magkakaroon ka ng favoritism sa characters, di ba? The one that you always take out on missions and all that. So second is the a great mix of of uh, archetypes and classes in the game. Meaning, uh, do we have the same classes like uh, parang um, what do you call this? Um, uh, tank or DPS, uh, range DPS or healers or something like that. So how are we? How are we um, like uh, learning from the Holy Trinity versus setting up your own? Because usually the, these guys will be familiar. The ones that are gonna uh, what do you call this? Gonna play this is yun yung initial basis. Parang ah, asan yung tanko? Asan yung ano? Asan yung heavy gunner? Asan yung ganito? So you. Do you guys also have the same system and all? Uh, we have a similar system set up, but we have the different class names that we okay. use. Mm. So, like I said, like I said earlier, we have the Arcanist, who is our mage. Oh, so yeah, it's a mage. From that, you can make your mage either a heavy damage mage, like they can have a lot of fire uh -huh. abilities, uh -huh. or you can have them be protective. They can protect your teammates. But we oh, have another okay. class. Yeah, we have another class of mage diviners. Now, uh -huh. diviners, they. They are your holy mages, like they, these are the blessed mages. They have okay. these blessed, blessed abilities. Actually, uh, the nun that you see in the game, her mm. name is Sister Oris, and she's a diviner. So she okay. uses divine magic. 
Mm-hmm. But also, you can customize it even further. Like, if you want to give a specific weapon specialization, you uh-huh. can do that. But but there are certain penalties or certain advantages, depending on the class. Mo. Okay, so, okay. Let's say, if you're a mage, you can barrel. But if you try to do that, you'll compensate your magic ability, diba? Oh, so that's your specialization. So uh-huh. you can you, you can use guns as a backup, but more than likely that won't be your strongest asset as a character. Oh, correct, correct, correct. Yeah, yeah, good point. So at least um I mean you the the players have their option to actually customize their own characters. But at the same time, if it goes too far from what uh, a specific character specializes in uh, specializes in, so they will take penalties because of course um you can't have uh oh, so I, I can't have my dream of bazooka wielding none uh, unless i want to take the penalties so i mean you're free to do so pero uh, oh, <laughs> nga, penalty. Oh, my penalty lang. okay okay very interesting huh? so um let's we're, we i think we've we've talked about enough just my hero side so doon tayo sa mga antagonists dito um not to reveal the story further sa inyo not not to spoil the story further pero um the range of um, um enemies are we looking at here how many enemies are we looking at here yung mga types niya um of course there will be um uh, those uh, from ano uh, Filipino uh, mythology kasi ang, uh, when i look at your concept arts merong manananggal in everything right so um how many uh, and your inspiration on that sa new pinagkukuha anong uh, mga cultures new pinagkukuha yung mga ano niya enemies yeah I'm, we get it from well we're, uh, the basis is judeo christian lore judeo christian so that's okay. the, that's the main one but okay. we're taking some from all over the world such uh-huh. as any like the the werewolves from stories the vampires and from your pop culture stories we put those in and also okay. know, like your not so famous ones like filipino uh, certain parts of asia uh-huh. europe from all around the world those are what we, and also you know your standard angels and demons so okay. you know um, um, I mean, are we um, in this game? Because most of uh, the time, these types of games focus on a team versus team. But are we also seeing? Are we also going to see here uh, on your game um, at least a boss fight with um, a larger enemy that takes up several squares in the map and all that? So, um, are we are we seeing that, or uh, are we focusing on the main? Um, uh, like team versus team, like a bunch of them versus a bunch of us? Uh, well, we, we're trying to give variety. So we do mm-hmm. have enemies that are big. We mm-hmm. do have enemies that take up a lot of squares. Mm-hmm. And we do have those team versus team aspects. But we want okay. to take it even further. We're gonna, we are planning to have factions versus factions. You so, are? Yeah. Okay. okay, so yeah. Uh, for example, uh, of course in Purgatory, these are technically the setting is that these are supposedly the last the last bastion of humanity mm-hmm. so so of course humanity being humanity everyone's not going to get along uh-uh. people, people are vying for resources people mm-hmm. are vying for power in what's left of the world so we have these small factions forming up okay. uh, some, some of the factions we can i guess talk about are we uh-huh. have let's say we have we have one faction that is like a corporate society 
that is okay. trying to grab everything. Uh, uh-huh. We have like it's it's similar. I think it's called Solar Conglomerate. So uh-huh. we have like it's set in a, a city that is made up of a lot of oil deposits or oil refinery. Uh-huh. So that's what we call Black Gold City. Okay. And then we have we have what's we have a, a faction that is what's the re, the last remaining part of the United States of America. It's now uh-huh. called the United States of Purgatory. Okay. And then we also have, like, the vampires have banded together to form their own guilds. So we call them the vampire guilds. Okay. So they have a high, they have a high class and caste society. Mm-hmm. And then we have, we have the Puritans. The Puritans are, well, to put it lightly, these are our racist characters, technically. <laughs> extreme extreme right wing, but uh, extreme right. <laughs> Yeah, but like extreme right wing, they are very much against supernatural beings. They only believe okay. that humans should be here. Like okay. get rid of all those supernaturals. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So mga ano sila mga xenopho- xenophobic um, group yeah. and all that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So of course. Mm-hmm. Well, we also have the angels. We they have their own faction. Actually, what okay. happened is that in the backstory, what happened exactly is that uh, some of the angels went to fight the demons. But to, mm-hmm. to prevent heaven from being flooded by demons, the gates of heaven were closed. So the angels that went into battle are now stuck in purgatory. Okay, okay. Uh, of course, of course, the um, counterpart, they, they would also be a demon guild and all that. Yeah, so the, de- the demons are, they're not exactly organized, but they are also, uh, they all want the same objective. They want to subjugate all of okay. humanity. Okay. Yeah. So they they also fight among themselves. Wow, straight from Dungeons and Dragons, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. So okay. So um, we're looking at um, a good idea of how the world. But um, if if you guys can talk about it a little bit, what is the setting that we're looking at here? Aside from uh, uh, Purgatory um, in, in its own island or its own in its own plane. So what? Um, what is the world setting in this type of of game? Na ano yung introduce yun na post apocalyptic type? Because um, uh, um, obviously you already talked about the factions and everything. Meaning there are still remaining humans, and the Grey Walkers are the last bastion of defense. Sa sa uh, sa world niyo. So how um, how is the setting? How are the people? Where are the people? Sa yung mga normal uh, people. Uh, the entire setting of the world, how does it look like in in Grey Walker's Purgatory? Well, if you want a very clear thematic uh, image that you can build up in your mind, it's like uh, similar sa, similar thematically to Mad Max. Okay, uh, okay, I get it. Okay, so, alright, so, okay. I get it. Sorry, I imagine ako, okay, ako ng okay. <laughs> alright. So, so, like, well, when, yeah, um, I think we described it earlier, but we'll do it again. Um, purgatory is the last remain. All the, all the humans surviving are all in Purgatory because the demons won. They okay. pretty much raised and destroyed every other part of the world. Uh, those that were terraformed into Purgatory, those were the only survivors. So, Mad, uh, Mad Max delay. Purgatory <laughs> is the only place where that's pretty much where the last bit of hope is in that small oh, okay. world. But I would like to add, uh, Purgatory is the main setting of the game. But mm-hmm. from the perspectives ng mga tao sa loob ng Purgatory, di mm-hmm. sila alam ang yung nangyayari sa labas. 
So okay. for, for future expansion, baka may other places similar to Purgatory. Yeah. But for now, mga tao sa loob, they only think that Purgatory is what's left. Okay. All right. All right. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Medyo interesting kasi this is what uh, before the players actually uh, uh, press start game on your game. It's like, this is what this is what their mind should be, di ba? Parang ano yung setting, ano yung um, entire world, how are they gonna tackle it? Kasi uh, most of the new games that come out, particularly this among early access, not particularly Filipinos, pero yung um, early access, they forget about this thing, yung setting and all that. So you guys are 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 setting up a very good um, uh, place or world or universe uh, that you can definitely expound on. Kasi nga, maraming unknowns eh. Ang eto lang konti lang yung alam ng mga players and all that. Pero when they come into the game, they have the right setting. So at least they know what a gray walker feels in that type of game, which makes um, this, uh, which make the role playing turn base and all that more uh, and more uh, more better for any player that takes them on. So let's talk about ngayon. Um, let's say on. Uh, since there are factions, because I'm excited about the factions, because are, are we gonna see at least or a multiplayer setting in this uh, in this game? Because there are factions, na, so yon. So are we seeing uh, multiplayer, and are factions gonna be a factor too? Well, currently, that's an idea in our mind to make it multiplayer. But before uh. we make the leap. Set- a multiplayer we have to make sure that our single player is well refined. of course of, of course, course. Yeah. Okay. but actually one of the things we wish to implement is that we have our factions are it's like emergent activities happening between mm-hmm. factions mm-hmm. so let's say you do you do something tapos gusto yung faction mas mataas yung parang prestige mo sa isang faction mm-hmm. tapos mas mababa sa ibang prestige ng faction so let's say nakita oh, okay. mo so let's say nakita mo yung isang character galing uh-huh. sa isang faction and uh-huh. they see you and then your prestige is low, uh-huh. mas matakas ang chance na makaroon ng away kayo. Okay, so uh, okay, so um, so prestige is uh, probably on other games parang uh, rep or reputation mo. Yes. yes, reputation. Yes, okay, so you have to also uh, take a look. There's an aspect or there's a it's a game mechanic where you also have to check on um, some basha allied, uh, allied or whatnot, correct? Yeah, much like, oh, uh, right. like uh, Dragon Age's approval. Oh, yeah, approval. Oh. The characters, so... So there's a chance that these characters might leave the team or something like that? Well, there is a chance based on their characteristics na mag-away sila. So let's say, uh-huh. you ha- let's say you bring up a- a- with you a Nephilim, which is half-human, half-angel. Okay. Then you bring a, you a Cambian that's half human, half demon. There's a okay. chance that always see luck due to their nature because they're okay. part angel, part demon. So by nature, always see luck. Really, or in the game could... itself. So one of them will go AI while you're uh, well, while you're playing on a mission. On a mission. Well, it, it could be that uh, for some reason they start fighting either through conversation or, or through okay. like. But like through combat, or sometimes they might even want to leave entirely because they okay. don't want to see that person. Like, oh, I don't want to be in front of that person. Oh, okay. And there, of course, if if 
as you, uh, like the leader of the Grey Walkers and all that, insisting on them being a team, will there be penalties? You insist. Let's say they're not even going to get pero uh, like uh, my chance naman mag-away sila pero at that moment in time di mag-away um, are there penalties that you're looking for like um, dahil nandun tong player na to medyo mas mababa yung um, or, uh, kung ano man yung uh, game mechanic that you're putting will there be penalties for that? Uh, there, there could be light penalties yes because uh, uh-huh. what will happen is that like in real life if you're if you're with someone you don't like or if you're if uh-huh. you're in a if you're in a group dynamic in which you are with something that is irritating you or something, you're going uh-huh. to not be on your best behavior, exactly. performance, or whatever. Exactly. Uh-huh. So there are some penalties that will be incurred when you are not when you're when you have these elements that are together. Okay, you won't. And also your mm-hmm. also your party will also be a reflection also of, of your of yourself among factions. Alimbawa, okay. if you're if you're with the Puritans, tapos ang lahat ng members mo ay puro half human, half something. They uh, will parang na- nairita sila sa you because they'll just tolerate it, but nairita sila because okay. you are you're basically doing you're against everything that they stand for. Oh, oh, correct, correct, correct. Wow. Okay. So um, we're seeing not only because um, most of the players would go on this with how the combat plays, how gameplay is. Uh, but for me, like hardcore tactical RPGs um, uh, players and all that. So we're looking at this kind of deep custom uh, team customization and all that, where we look at several things. Not only just playing the game, pero yung may bangko may mga ganito. It's gonna be micromanaging at at best. Pero of course, it's gonna be as easy to play, I guess, diba? Kasi maganda. T- I mean, you guys are introducing very good concepts that are pieces of other games that everyone would like to be um, on a game like um, uh, games like Wasteland 2 or, or XCOM and all that. So, yun yung mga gusto namin na sana, ay sana meron din eto, sana meron din. Pero you guys are introducing all of this to, to your game, which is good uh, in a sense. I mean, um, has, has there any be, uh, since you guys introduced this, have you guys, um, introduced like a demo version of this online anywhere that not only Filipinos can try, but everyone else? Or you're going to do that when it, when it hits a early access? Actually, we want to release it to the public via early mm-hmm. access, but okay. we have a, we have a strong following from our Kickstarter backers. In fact, okay. the Kickstarter backers are the ones who are seeing the changes over time. They're the okay. ones who are, who are receiving the the demos, the backer builds over time, and they see mm-hmm. the changes. Okay, but for awesome. the public, we will be re- for the public, magre-release tayo ng early access so that they can see get a taste of the game. Okay, so how's the Kickstarter going? How's the how's the reception so far from your backers and everyone? Actually, matagal na yung Kickstarter. The Kickstarter was uh, a few years ago, and it got mm-hmm. a lot of positive response. Mm-hmm. And even if we are long in development na, uh, uh-huh. the, the backers are actually very enthusiastic sa, sa amin. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, the, so it's, it's, it's like they're, they're still uh, supportive of what we are doing because they can see na nagawa kami ng mga improvements. Uh-huh. And the passion that we have behind the game. Okay, awesome. Because what I'm, uh, what I'm thinking here, because um, you guys are releasing to uh, to a very, let's say, 
rabid crowd. Kasi they take these games seriously, particularly sa tactical turn-based combat. So, um, how are you preparing for that? How are you preparing for that? Or are you just uh, uh, gonna release this as like uh, para kayong dark horse? Sa market. Kasi every game that has released um, on tactical turn-based combat um, has been, may mga hardcore fans kasi. So um, even XCOM got its own uh, taste of how rabid this uh, particular fans are. So how are you guys preparing for that on a marketing strategy? You know? Well, we should be prepared for every for anything. Lang. In terms of um, their reception, well, actually, I hope their reception would be honest and um, helpful. Like, if they don't like this portion, like, uh, like the AI or in terms of how the levels are laid out, it would be nice if parang, they were honest. So that, and if, you know, if there's any concerns or parang disapprovements, in our, you guys are open, our, man. Or are open and people respond. Oh, okay. All right. So, um, when it comes to uh, dun sa recept, yeah, reception and everything, um, how, um, let's say, um, in terms of like the campaign itself, uh, your plans and everything. Of course, um, we're looking at the map and how you're gonna get towards one uh, particular mission to the other. How is that looking? Is it also randomly generated, uh, the encounters and all that? Or um, we're going to stick to a mission-based um, settings setting? Well, you, have you played Wasteland 2? Yeah. Or the Wasteland games? So we are trying to adopt a similar way with the campaign. Like We have an overhead map. And you'll be traveling from point to point just to get from one major mission to another. And along the way, you may you may be placed into a random encounter with a small group of enemies or something uh, like that. Okay, very good. Okay, actually, must uh, I mean think that's because what I'm thinking is that's more exciting to have random encounters plus your mission-based um, encounters uh, due to the fact that the people will be leveling up leveling up on this game, diba? So um, you'd want to be at your best, or you want to be high level before you tackle most of the missions and all that. So, yeah. Um, when it comes to um, uh, what do you call this, the uh, difficulty setting, because um, like I said, uh, the players are um, of this type of uh, of ta- on the tactical turn-based combat uh, genre is uh, very much hardcore. So, how are you going to appease that when it comes to your um, uh, level uh, difficulty levels. So, we have hardcore, super hardcore. We have to AI. Well, we haven't implemented difficulty levels yet, but we are going to, of course, put those in so mm-hmm. that players who players who want to take it easy, like they, mm-hmm. they're not after the challenge, they just want to immerse mm-hmm. themselves in the story. But in a man, they can lower the difficulty level. But mm-hmm. let's say they they. They're not so into the story. They want a challenge. They can actually raise the difficulty level, and the AI will will be more challenging for the player. Naman. So the story is. Um, I can see on your website here um, that the story uh, is parang comic base uh, and all that. So are you going on that direction? Because right now, uh, most of the RPGs are are being accepted. 
uh, when it comes to like parang ano lang siya, um, concept art lang siya and it moves and all that. Are you also going in that direction? Kasi medyo na, na nagsasawa na yata yung mga tao sa mga ano eh, sa mga um, uh, 3D rendered um, story cut scenes and all that. So are you also going in that direction? Well, we would like to give our players that kind of flavor naman. And actually, sa mga conversations, it is uh, similar to that in which you you have like a, a art image and it mm-hmm. is animated during conversations. Naman. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, okay. Awesome. So, um, how is the game playing now? Is it uh, on your tests and all that on your on your uh, current demo before uh, early access? Is it hard now uh, when it comes to the AI and all that? Mahirap ba siya? Or do you think it's easy uh, pick up for any casual or even hardcore player? Actually, it is a mix of both. Because uh-huh. uh, uh, in some aspects, it looks difficult. In some mm-hmm. aspects, the enemy might be easy. But actually, mm-hmm. you take into consideration yung mga weaknesses and strengths ng kalaban. Mm-hmm. For example, exactly. werewolves, syempre, werewolves are strong. Mm-hmm. So that that's one of the levels we uh, showcase at ESGS, mm-hmm. uh, the, the 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 cemetery where there's all the werewolves, and mm-hmm. of course uh, the reception was that they are difficult, shempre, because these are strong enemies, and mm-hmm. so the, the weakness of werewolves is usually uh, silver. So mm-hmm. if you attack attack with a silver weapon like silver bullet or something like mm-hmm. that, must. Uh, must high ang chance mo to kill that enemy in a short period of time or short amount of turns. Mm-hmm. Actually, in terms of gameplay, it's similar to XCOM naman. It, that mm-hmm. we have like action points, so uh-huh. you expend you expend action points when you move from mm-hmm. point to point and when you use abilities or attacking. Mm-hmm. But how about how where does the energy points come in when you use magic or? Um, uh, the energy people? points come in. When you use magic and you exert a combat move. Okay. Uh, wow. I mean, the way I'm seeing it right now, it's so much hardcore RPG. Eh? Um, uh, the reason why I always bring up hardcore um, tactical turn-based combat, because you're actually feeding them um, a good amount of strategy when it comes to that. And it's actually micromagic, which is most of the hardcore players like. But do you think it's too hardcore for um, any casual uh, Filipino gamer that would uh, pick this up? Have you gone to those discussions that are like, it's hard to do it. Maybe it's or what? How, how does the discussion go inside your war rooms? Actually, uh, actually, yung yung uh, plano namin. We want to make it familiar sa mga uh-huh. mga turn-based strategy players. But mm-hmm. uh, yung yung mentor namin si Sir Russell. Mm-hmm. He really is inspired and he's moving the game in a very classic turn-based mm-hmm. style, turn-based RPG. Mm, okay. Yeah. So mm-hmm. if, if for some, if they tried the turn the classic one and said, ah, mahirap yan. Well, yeah, it, it's harder because it's more complex mm-hmm. under the hood. It's more complex under the hood. Kumbaga. Okay. All right. Very interesting. Uh, whew, I wish I could download this today. All right. So <laughs> moving on. All right. So, um, okay. So when it comes to um, your customers' customization, um, you call it avatars or heroes. Um, how, um, or, or let's say, yung, um, how many yung, yung points na you could put in it? Ano yung, how does it look? Is it the same like 
strength, intelligence, or anything. I think you name it different. But um, um, how does it play out? Um, is it per level you get to a certain number of points, or do you get only one? Um, of course, may meron na siyang pre-designed depending on the class that you're uh, trying to put. But are also uh, the races put into play kung gano kalakas or gano kabilis yung characters mo and all that. So how does that play out? Well, yes, we have our, our characters, they have their own base stats and mm-hmm. their stats uh, level up naman when you go through different uh, challenges and going through different things mm-hmm. regarding their stats. And mm-hmm. I think so on the player's perspective, if you start with a specific number of points that you can allot into your different attributes, mm-hmm. and for for your Grey Walker characters, they come with already with their own stats, and then mm-hmm. they level up as they are in your company. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, so um, let's go back to the weapons uh, that you're going to get. In. So how do you get weapons, actually? Um, will there be, uh, since it's post-apocalyptic, um, Will there be like sort of uh, parang workshop where you can create your weapons? Uh, will there be like uh, vendors that can sell you weapons? Um, is there a loot-based system where every after um, battle you can actually loot the what do you call this? Those um, uh, enemies that you actually des- destroy or kill? Um, how does that work? Well, we are working towards a loot-based system wherein, for example, uh, when you when an enemy is killed, you can pick up loot from them. Mm-hmm. For, and it's dependent on the character. For example, of course, a, a bandit with guns, you'll be able mm-hmm. to acquire the gun that they had. Or wow, you can acquire the... Straight up. You can acquire... Okay. Yeah. And uh, you can also get, get items, uh, crates. Let's say there are certain mm-hmm. crates that you can interact with para kukunin yung mga gamit sa loob. And mm-hmm. we will have also vendors... And uh, at different settlements, you can buy items, weapons, mm-hmm. uh, ammo. Okay. So, um, how is the chamber? It's post-apocalyptic. Everything is gone. Um, all there is is just a fight between good and evil and all that. Um, how are we looking at what is the economy here? So, ano yung, uh, what do you call this? Um, what's your uh, currency? What currency are we looking at here? Well, actually, uh, we're going all the way back to the barter system, wherein you're bartering with uh, different items. And, okay. Yeah. So value and, now. So value, the value change. Yeah, value. value exchange of different items. Yes. Ah, okay, okay. Very good, very good. Okay. Since there's no currency, um, there's sort of a value system for um, for the game, which is keeping it in the theme of post-apocalyptic setting. Um Wala ba tong loot box na pwede kami bilhin? <laughs> uh, well, no. <laughs> so, uh, I was gonna ask you, maglo-loot box ba kayo? Pupunta ba kayo sa mga ganong klaseng AAA game and all that? Pero I think you answered it, that you guys. But how is the monetization? <laughs> yeah, actually, uh, our, in our dev meetings, we always joke around, what DLC will we come up with? <laughs> Oo nga, tsaka magkano siya, di ba? <laughs> um... You guys are are uh, telling me a very varied and a very complex game, which could last you guys through the years. What is the pipeline on this particular game on uh, Grey Walkers Purgatory? What is the pipeline here? Are you guys doing 
since we mentioned DLC and all that, are we seeing DLCs? Are we seeing expansions here? Um, how are we looking on on that part of uh, the game when it comes to looking at the pipeline? Uh, well, in terms of the pipeline, um, we're just going to release uh, bit by bit until we get mm. to the campaign. Mm -hmm. And uh, as of now, we don't have DLC. It's just a joke. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and expansions, well, well, no foreseeable expansions for now. But mm -hmm. of course, as, as any story develops, we will come up with new ideas, new expansions. Mm -hmm. And okay. new, av new avenues for storytelling. Mm, okay. Um, okay. So um, when it comes to your, um, since you said matagal na Kickstarter and all that, um, was were there people promised that they would they would appear in the game and all that? Because most of the Kickstarters usually may promise lang ganon eh, parang oh, sige, ganito, ganito. Tapos, you will somehow randomly appear in a game or in a that's just like how like divinity uh uh did it well actually yes it depends on the uh, the amount that they contributed or donated <laughs> to kickstarter <laughs> actually we have if i recall we have at least one person who donated a large sum of money and uh -huh. they are they are they pre presented their concept and they are now officially a gray walker in the game Wow, okay. Very excited yun sa town na yun, ha? <laughs> okay, so, um, so, um, let's, let's, let's move away for a second. I think I've, we've got a lot of information about Grey Walkers Purgatory, and I'm on the verge of uh, looking at it on Steam and downloading it, okay? So, tanggalin ko muna yung excitement ko for a bit, okay? Let's talk about your <laughs> other game. Kasi there... Um, it's being you guys are being you're touting it as um, a Souls-like game. Is that true? Yeah, uh, Ghost Knight Victus. Um, uh, one of the yeah one of the references is Dark Souls and also Bloodborne. In terms of gameplay, yeah, it's it is quite similar to feels like a Dark Souls feel. Actually, one of the players at ESGS uh -huh. uh, told me he kind of got a bit of a Devil May Cry feel. Okay, playing actually. That's a huge achievement to be compared to um, a classic like that. So, um, how are you? Um, how, uh, you? How is it progressing right now? Because I can see that it's, um, uh, in my opinion, it's much more eye-catching than uh, Grey Walker's Purgatory, uh, because I think well, yeah. they use different uh, color palettes and all that. So. Um, how um, first the reception uh, on when you released it on ESGS and how uh, what is it looking? What's the progress right now? In terms of reception, mm -hmm. yeah, we, we kind of we're well, we're kind of amazed and not surprised as to mm -hmm. how much people like Ghost Knight because mm -hmm. I think yeah, um, strategy games are. Mm -hmm. Are, and it's more for strategy like people so like mm -hmm. action action single player oh not single well oh no action rpgs are more broader in terms mm -hmm. of the target market that it gets so mm -hmm. we, we got a lot of people who you know turned their heads caught their oh. eyes from the flashing lights from ghost knight victus so mm -hmm. we actually tried to we, had, we actually had to be careful of how many PCs we were gonna put for Ghost Knight. So, uh -oh. in terms of our right. layout, when when I yeah. saw it, it's right beside the the Grey Walker. 
you guys, I, I already understand. And um, as I approach your um, Dreamlords Digital, I already understand that um, Grey Walkers Purgatory is the main game. And it's yes. all over. So, but this um, other game is playing already. Ghost Knight is one of our games that we will be focusing on after mm-hmm. Greywalker's Purgatory. Okay. Because we're not, we're not just going to settle with ano, doing with Greywalkers. We want to oh, do my. more. That's what, that's what we want to do. And one of what uh, we have in the shelf one 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 have that's cooking in the kitchen is Ghost Knight Victus. It's uh-huh. it's only just I know it's just a combat demo. That's mm-hmm. all is right now, and I know parang that's what it's being developed on. It's very slow because mm-hmm. our focus is really on Grey Walkers. So Ghost Knight Victus. So I'll just talk about it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, just a little bit. Para, yeah. <laughs> so kind of a little bit of a gist on it. It's a you're playing as a terminally terminally ill superhero fighting okay. against uh, Lovecraftian horrors invading the wow. real world okay. to save the woman he loves before he dies. Okay. Wow, okay. A daming mix ng games na yung ganyan, ha? Okay, yeah. yeah. Pero, so, you're... Uh, uh-huh. Go ahead. Um, in ESGS, and I don't know, the demo talaga we have, we, we're only... It's the, only the combat demo... The only the only thing you've got is the the sparrow armor. Actually, in the gameplay, you could switch to multiple armors, a uh, total of three. The sparrow, I forgot the other names. <laughs> but, <laughs> that's you know, fine. That's I, fine. I believe the sparrow is more of a speed type kind of armor. So uh-huh. it's more of offense. I think it desparo desperate. So you're you're yeah. you're prioritizing offense instead of defense. And then mm-hmm. yeah, there's another armor that's more balanced, and the other armor is oriented. So, mm-hmm. and I believe, you know, for and there's, there's always different mechanics for the armors. So, uh, I think we're in a nothing set in stone right now, but mm-hmm. like for some, for one of the armors, you can't heal because, you know, like, uh, so for some, there's pros and cons, you know, better, orf- better offense, better defense, better recuperation, better recovery. So, ganun siya. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So, kasi, um, you guys are, um, are, you have a tactical uh, uh, turn-based combat. So, now you're going to the souls. Kumbaga, parang, ano, suicidal lang, ano, ah, Dreamlords Digital, ah. Uh, yung, <laughs> kasi, yung mga, yung mga games nyo is hardcore gamers. Yun yung mga gusto nyo, ah. <laughs> kasi, Souls-like is always bashed pag sinabi nilang, ah, Souls-like. Oh, seriosa? Mas- diba? So, they're already comparing yeah. it. So, maganda. Uh, I mean, it's gutsy, man. I mean, um, I yeah. have respect well, for you guys. <laughs> well, it's ambitious. But you have to be that if you want to get big. And if you want to really uh, make a name for ourselves. Mm-hmm. Especially oh. since, since we want, uh, one of our uh, desires is that our company will represent the Philippines on the mm-hmm. global stage for, for game development in many ways. That's good. Okay, so um, I'll have a question for you guys, and um, uh, just tell me your uh, reaction and all that, okay? Because um, um, previously on our uh, previous episode, um, we had um, uh, Chris Natsumi in, which is from Womb Zap Games. 
the claim is or the premise is you, anyone can make a game anyone can make any game mobile or, or mainstream or AAA. but marketing it is the big problem because you can go on early access and all that you may have the best game ever that has ever been made but if nobody no knows about it. yeah if no one no one yeah. knows about it it's it's as good as the worst game ever on steam so how are you I guys think, compared to that so i think personally i think it's it's defines how you define the success to your, to yourself uh-huh. like um uh-huh. do you really just want this game how far how high is the goal in your vision for this game okay. is it like global scale or just regional mm-hmm. like uh, though I would agree, nah, I think for most companies, the degree, mm-hmm. the the line of success is profit. Mm-hmm. That's because you need you need profit in order because the profit means resources, resources to make more games. To make more games, so that's, yeah, yeah, that's that's the, right. that's the dream. So, mm-hmm. in terms of, I don't know, in terms of, yeah, I would say nah, marketing is a vital part of it, a game succeeding, but. Also, if a game isn't good enough, uh, and if, if it's been marketed so well, but the game doesn't add up to it, okay. then you could also fail. So it's, it's a balance. It's a real, okay. true balance of quality game with proper marketing. Like, I know, um, what game that really skyrocketed? Flappy Bird. Does it, uh, you guys still remember Flappy Bird? Oh no, Damn, it's, it's, it was such a simple game. Like uh, I'm pretty sure any thesis, any I don't know any kid in game development can make in their thesis project, or actually for just for fun. Uh, and yet, you know, people loved it, and it boomed. It uh, there's also I mean, there's also you there's pre marketing and then post marketing, and then there's like I would define Flappy Bird as. The game marketed itself, and the people, the mm. people marketed themselves. But on oh. word of mouth, and just man, this thing is pretty cool. It's annoying, but it's pretty cool. Oh, oh. So, cellphone <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, well, very good, very good answer. So yeah, so um, in your end, it's not because uh, um, I kind of made a, a connected a phrase to that or a saying to that. It's like. Um, you have to put up before you can show up. Tapos yung iba naman is you have to show up before you can. Because there are games that are good at marketing, that are pangit, right? Eventually, they'll get the mm. backlash and all that. So, um, so yun. Um, so in your in your, I know, it's it's a balance of the two, right? So you might have an average marketing, but if your game is good enough, you should be able to make it in the industry, right? Mm, but I mean, it's it's a weird because eh? uh-huh. I've played a lot of other games now. Uh-huh. To me, they were so good, and I'm surprised uh-huh. now it's not well known. Like, uh, what, for me, one of the one of the really nice games I played. Are you familiar with Hexes Force from Atlas or Manakemia? No, not really. Is that a mobile game or? Oh no, that's like from the PS2 era, pa. Oh, okay. Pero, even parang ani it, it didn't like it didn't got so much um, uh-huh. attraction like Kingdom Hearts or the Final Fantasy series. Uh-huh. Ani parang it's marketing din eh talaga. Uh-huh. It's some games will need this amount of marketing, the small amount. Some games will need a large amount of marketing. I, uh-huh. I think it also depends on the name of the developer. Uh-huh. Like 
like ano, anything made from Square Enix catches the eyes of anyone, diba? From Ubisoft, from any of the big names, and then there's the small ones that are just making a name for themselves. Uh-oh. So, and it it's a it's a balance of how much marketing and how little, Uh-oh. how more, how less. Gonna... Oh, so bagay. I mean, I have a, I have a, uh, uh, my other question is, um, because it, it, it rolls, it, you made a good example or platform for me to segue. Because um, a developer that is well known releases a game, it's not even played yet, but it's getting a lot of flack. So I'm talking about Diablo Immortal right now. So, <laughs> so <the> mo, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it, um, what went wrong there, uh, in your opinion? Hmm. I said, how, you, how about? I said the game hasn't been oh, yeah, even right? been released. It's it has been shown, um, but people somehow um, were expecting um, a different game to be released and all that. But it's still a game from a good developer. It has got a lot of support. I think it's going to be a good game, particularly in mobile. Um, I just hope it's playable offline, in the puro online and all that. But um, what do you say about this? This particular fiasco that uh, Blizzard is now into? Well, I think largely it's because, uh, a lar- you know, Blizzard, like all the big companies, they have like their own fan base in a way. Like mm-hmm. we have these, these diehard followers who follow these big companies and they, they kind of get a feel of what this company is known for. Like mm-hmm. we know Blizzard is, their biggest thing is World of Warcraft. Mm-hmm. So... Um, and of course, Blizzard wants to get experimental. Like they, they have, I think they they are trying different games, different mm. uh, avenues. They yeah. also, yeah, they they did Overwatch, which was also very big. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was it was a slight departure from what they're usually doing, but they, it still stayed in that range. They did it right. Mm. They did it right. Uh, ang problema is that uh, for that for the diehard fans of Blizzard. This new game is like a major departure from what they are used to doing. Mm-hmm. Like Blizzard, of course, mobile is the biggest thing now. Mm-hmm. A lot of people have cell phones now, so they want to play mobile. So one mm-hmm. of the things that they want to do, Blizzard wants to do, is they want to grab a piece of that market. Yeah. Like any, com- like any company. We see Nintendo do this with Mario. They, they try to grab a, a piece of the mobile market. And other mm-hmm. game companies are following suit. So mm-hmm. A Blizzard is trying that, but of course the diehards are saying, well, what, why is this happening? Why are you mm-hmm. doing this? You're known mm-hmm. for these games. Why are you bowing down to the mobile gamers and something mm-hmm. like that? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I think they're not just bowing down. Like, why are you bowing down? No, man, I'm going to stomp here. I want to take a piece of my own. Bowing mm-hmm. down. So, okay. Very and, cool. okay. and continuing with that, I... I think partially the indie game industry is, of course, influenced by the AAA industry. Mm-hmm. So, of course, the AAA industry has a big piece of the pie, so to mm-hmm. speak, of the industry's uh, earnings. Mm-hmm. But because of that, uh, the uh, the indie company is trying to compete for uh, for the spot to be seen, to be noticed. And I I think one of the things we are seeing is that. Uh, more and more indie companies are becoming more uh, experimental in terms of the game mm-hmm. that they do, you know, because because they don't have a name for themselves, they can do that. Okay. So try to do that, but because they have a big name for themselves, mm-hmm. it got a very negative reaction. Oh, okay. yeah, it's weird. Parang 
parang like bands like they you're a band who's been doing this kind of style and the moment suddenly changed so oh. like, the fan reception goes a little bit they're gonna get you know why are you doing this this but then right. okay, there is i guess there's a like there are there are different kinds of fans fans who like the style of game or uh, music mm-hmm. or thing that you like uh, that you made or there are there are other fans who like you the brand the brand of blizzard so like they'll like the games that you come out or they'll like you specifically for whatever mm-hmm. you come mm-hmm. okay yeah so i mean alam na naman natin what dream lords digital will be diba kasi you guys like to ta- like to uh, stoke the fire kasi mga games niyo <laughs> mahilig niyo kunin yung mga hardcore fans ah so siguro ba baka makita naman tayo ng battle royale sa inyo <laughs> oh ano it depends on what we feel kasi para i guess oh, if anything as personally oh. i would like to see us as the queen Uh, as in Freddie Mercury, love you. As in the queen of um, a game, de- like a game, not necessarily the whole game development, but at least here in the Philippines, parang progressive. We're not, uh, ano, uh, tied down to one style. Good. It's just that we love making games no matter what they are. I hope that yeah. in the future, Dream Lords will be just like that. Yeah. Uh, okay, so I have an off topic question to you guys or probably related to uh, talking about big names and games and all that so um the game awards is coming up so who do you do you have any bets uh on who the game of the year would be or what the game of the year would be um i don't know fred you want to go first uh i'm not entirely sure about the choices but in terms of the games that came out oh that came uh, out this year yeah Yeah, yeah. One of the big games that captivated me, and I'm sure a lot of people, was the Spider-Man game that came out. You? That was a that was a very major game because it brought me back to those uh, brought me back to those years when I was playing Spider-Man 2, the original Spider-Man 2, and that's the mm-hmm. first time that open world with Spider-Man was first uh, pioneered, and it was actually very good. But when you see it side by side, they went much much farther. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was it. Re- you really felt like Spider-Man, no matter what mm-hmm. you did. They got everything right about it. Mm-hmm. But of course, there's a new contender coming up: Red Dead Redemption 2. Mm-hmm. And that, that's another big game. It's mm-hmm. uh, Rock, Rockstar saying, "I want to get in this into this." Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. there, I mean, that's. I think, in in my opinion, um, there are only three uh, game of the awards like head to head. So mm. uh, from the list that they release, it's uh, there's God of War, yeah. there's um, Red Dead Redemption right 2, and there's Spider-Man. So I mean, the others are Celeste, uh, Monster Hunter World, uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. I'm not sure they're gonna get anywhere. But <laughs> I know. Uh, uh, yeah, I get it. Because I I've heard the things about Odyssey. Because uh, I'm not. Because it's the same as. Yeah, it's the same as Origins and all that. Assassin's Creed Origins is just a different type of setting. But of course, that's the game that came out this year. So it's all it's a triple A game. It's gonna no one's gonna rival it when it comes to the nomination. Pero yung Spider-Man ver- versus Red Dead Redemption 2 versus God of War. 
So, medyo yun yung tight race in my opinion. Kasi, ano yun, kanya-kanyang fans yan, eh, di ba? So, medyo dark horse lang talagang Red Dead Redemption to. Kasi sobrang ganda. I mean, very rare can you see a 10 all across uh, when it comes to rating when it well, from the gaming media and all that. Okay, so, yeah. yun. Uh, I mean, mm-hmm. Red, Red Dead was an eh. Red Dead's really... Like it's super expected and the reviews. I mean, I mean, I haven't even played it. I haven't even played Spider-Man Two because development uh, crap. <laughs> oh uh, my! Well, it's uh, it's all in. Um, I I mean, I can't play it because um, I don't have a PlayStation. Uh, I uh, don't have PS4, so I have. Uh, I mostly play on PC. That's why I want to download your game right now. So, <laughs> so, yun. <laughs> so um, yun yung, um, that's the problem for me. But, but but really, with those three games, that's more than enough to actually buy a PlayStation. Probably this holiday, I'll, I'm gonna pick up one. Pero other than that, tiba parang head to head tung mga to. So, are you seeing probably on a specific nomination in the future? That uh, Grey Walker's Purgatory will be included in that. <laughs> Boy, silence, oh. so. Ang humble talaga ng Pilipino, no? <laughs> Love ang Pilipinas. Puso. Lakad, matatag! Pero at least may best indie game naman, di ba? I think, ano, I think... Not, nothing's impossible for mm-hmm. us. I mean, the sky's the limit for any game, naman talaga. Eh. So mm-hmm. if ever we make it to the game of the year, damn, that that would be that would that would mean everything. So long. Yeah, no, no. Taas lang bandila, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah. What, what's what's cool about the game industry here in the Philippines is that most of the big companies here are working on their own things. Like we're not overlapping, we're not competing with each other in a sense, mm-hmm. but we are competing for the uh, note to be noticed outside of the Philippines. But like we I have think you big, will. Big, big companies like Ranita Games, they're working on their fighting mm-hmm. game for Bayani, yes. and mm-hmm. then we have uh, Secret Six who is working on Project Zandata. Which mm-hmm. has been given up, gotten a lot of uh, notoriety, even from abroad. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, we're not competing per se, but with our combined efforts, I'm sure that the world will see that the Philippines is on the map for making mm-hmm. games. Oh, naman. I'm all for that. All right. So, um, okay. So, here, um, I think that's our episode for today. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, Bernard and Fred for uh, giving us so much insight uh, what Grey Walker's Purgatory is and what Ghost Knight Victus is. Uh, okay, so um, all of this is from D- Dream Lords Digital, which is notorious ngayon sa pag-take on ng mga hardcore <laughs> gamer fans kasi gaganda ng, gaganda ng mga genre na kinukuha nyo talaga. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm rooting for you guys. Uh, to do what's best, particularly on on Grey Walkers, which is um, so hardcore in my opinion, so uh, micromanaged that I think you guys will do good. Not only in the Philippines, um, uh, but um, on on all uh, the global uh, uh, turn-based strategy, uh, uh, combat strategy, and all that. Uh, that entire oh, market you. is, I think, yours, man. So yeah, that's it. Thank you very much for uh, actually. For the, any, um... mm-hmm. Um, for those who want to be able to play the game right now, mm-hmm. get the first few tastes. Uh, pre we, uh, pre-order is already available, actually. Mm-hmm. So to those who want to 
get the game and also other stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, pre-order is now available on our website from just the game to uh, t-shirts, uh, books, and arts that we will include in the packages. I believe it's a, it's a wide range, a few dollars to 200 So, malaki. And also, ano, um, to support us, if you want to support us directly, you could um, please like our Facebook pages, Gamers uh-huh. uh, Digital, Greywalkers Purgatory, Ghost Knight Victus, and support us on Patreon, Gamers uh, Digital there. So if you want to help uh, raise Philippines to, uh, the Philippine quality of game development to the international level, uh, if you want to help us directly, <laughs> please help us. <laughs> <laughs> support and support. Oh, okay. yeah. And thank, okay, and thanks. thanks for having us. Also, um, yeah. I think if, I think before we end the show, I think a lot of people would like that we give tribute to Stanley, who just passed away. Oh yeah. yes, he he was the hero who created our heroes. So thank you, Stanley. Uh, thank you for uh, everything you did. Excelsior! 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 <laughs> Alright, that's our show, guys. And uh, thank you very much for listening in. And uh, that was Puro Halor. You have a great day now. <laughs> <laughs>